0: am i worthy of this gift am i worthy of this gift am i strong enough to live am i strong enough to live to a place that i can see to a place that that i can see someone more important to another episode of Genuinely Gifted. This is Brittany, the Genuine Gemini, and I am here with an amazing special guest. I call her my twin because we are both Gemini, so yay! Yay! (laughs) I would like to introduce Alice of the Digital Jane and all things amazing. Um, I'm so glad that you have opted to speak with me today about rebranding and the gift that is rebranding Um, some fun stuff I usually like to start my episodes off with uh, something you're grateful for so tell me something you're grateful for this week
1: this week, I am just grateful for the breath of my body. I mean, honestly, I I have moments during the day now where I'm just, I just thank God for being here. You know, literally, just grateful for the people that's in my life that I'm connected to, and being able to wake up every day and do work that I love and never dreading a day of my workday. So,
0: right, that's, great. that's always awesome. Well, thank you for that. Oh. But it sounds like gibberish. I the I the gibberish. So next we're gonna get into some gibberish. This is a segment that I am not too fond of, but I'm doing it because I know it's helpful to stay relevant. So yes. this was fun. Um I thought it was an amazing topic for us to talk about, which is Instagram hiding likes what is your take on that and I you know I remember a buzz that happened maybe earlier in 2020 about Mm -hmm. that getting ready to happen and them doing testing and Mm -hmm. I saw a a, like a a bunch of people getting up in a in a tizzy about it so what are your thoughts on it?
1: well first um When they first did it, one of the accounts that I had was affected by it. And it it actually doesn't have any likes. So when I go into um, Jane Ellen Company, there's no likes there. Um, Unless I, you know, click on the post, it'll show me my personal insights. But just on first look, you don't see any likes. Um, I will say I saw Instagram tweet that it was a mistake. Like they were. It was some some kind of bug or something they were trying to fix, and they made a mistake, and more users were affected by uh, affected by the the like feature and it going away. So it's not a decision that they necessarily made to take our likes away, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's value in people not focusing on the like so much, but focusing on the quality of the content that they're putting out like you can have a small audience and still have amazing engagement sometimes when you have larger audiences and they're ghost followers that brings your your engagement down but if you have like you know really engaged followers who really want to see your content and they're commenting liking saving bookmarking all of that good stuff that'll keep your your engagement rates up which increases the, the visibility to my understanding on um on instagram
0: right so i think the biggest fight was brands now not being able to leverage your, mm-hmm. your following your likes your engagement and being able mm-hmm. to you know pay you the price that is rightfully deserved do you think that that's going to be something that if this feature goes into full implementation will affect how brand deals happen for you know what
1: I don't think so, because you still have visibility to to your own, you know, um, analytics. So you'll still see your your own stuff. You can still send that over to a brand. But just on first look, if a brand comes to your profile, they won't see how many likes you got on a post. So that could deter them from reaching out and wanting to partner with you. Like it would have to go through that process of you sending them over numbers before they will really know, you know, what, what your engagement is. So I'm interested to see, I just feel like Instagram has been trying to do too much. It's like any profile, any company that comes out, they want to do what they doing and what Instagram already been doing, trying to sync up with Facebook. Now you selling stuff, you moving my stuff around. Like if you don't just leave it
0: alone. Right. So another thing that's been happening is I have a lot of, um, influencers that I follow and I watch a live or something and they'll say mm-hmm. hey on my end it's showing I have 2.3 million followers but on this other influencers page it's only showing I have a million followers or oh, something wow. crazy like that and I've noticed just in my own you know like the levels just change and I'm like I know I didn't lose 50 followers in a day like, they
1: yeah <laughs> they I... really
0: are all over the place with they are
1: Absolutely. It's like you can't You like we were fine when all you could do was upload pictures and videos. And I think you had 10 seconds to do a video like no one was complaining. And as it started to get better, we were happy. But then it was like, OK, now y'all are trying to make this just do too much. <laughs> Let's get back to the basics. I love the, the IGTV. I love the how profiles are now getting so much engagement with using reels. Mm -hmm. Like reels is right now the cheat code to get invisibility because if Mm -hmm. you record reels, The reach is so much, you know, all the the algorithm things that we've been fighting is like reels push you right to the forefront and you're being seen by people who never knew you existed. Mm -hmm. So that's why you see a lot of people doing reels now. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's replacing the actual just posting a video with music. Like people Mm -hmm. do reels over that.
1: do reels, you know, and when I figure out how to really like condense the content, like really be able to give you know meat and potatoes and small bits and reels I'm gonna do that thing I did one girl and it was not good
0: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) well I've been struggling with my love hate for social media but I just think it's interesting the people who are really doing it understand how to like maneuver and I think Mm -hmm. it's going to continuously be an evolving thing right like Instagram yes. is always gonna hit us with a whim-wham somehow and we just have to adjust and for some followers and some big social media influence it's gonna be great and other words others they're gonna you know suffer a little bit so yeah I'm I'm grateful for your perspective. I don't need gifts no. I am
1: the gift yeah I don't need gifts no, no. I don't need gifts I don't need I don't need no, no, no. why um, okay. all right, let's move
0: right on along to our gift. So Let quick me. backstory. I met Alice first. I didn't even know Alice, and this is this is only my personal opinion because of our sign and who we are, but I attended an event. Um uh Stacy Ike hosted <gasps> a, uh oh, Stacy Media Stacey. Brunch.
1: <laughs> and I remember
0: walking into this brunch and saying, My God. Whoever is responsible for this, Jesus, they have hands. I mean, everything was just amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, just all together. And I'm like, I'm in the event industry. So I'm like, I love this, whoever this is. And I remember you being there, but had no idea you were behind it because as a Gemini, you were playing a backseat. Like, yeah, I don't need nobody you- to know. <laughs> Let me just enjoy yes, seeing. I our remember work. that you were there
1: that day. Yes, I, I was. You. And so then
0: I constantly started supporting Stacey. And I remember going to an event and. In true Gemini fashion, we were both there kind of being our little introvert selves, just mm-hmm. onto a corner. And I just, we were talking and I'm like, oh, you know, and you're like, yeah, I love Stacey. And I did her, br- and I'm like, you were responsible for them. <laughs> yes. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, I love doing events. I'm in events. Um, she, You had just hosted a class that day. Mm-hmm. You were doing your own event, and we're still able to come and support Stacy's yes. later in the afternoon. And ever since then, I've just been obsessed with all things Alice. Obsessed with Digital James. You are so
1: sweet. <laughs> yes, and I literally remember our conversation on the. We were sitting down, and we were talking about. You were planning something. You were yes. like planning an event. And I just, once I hear planning an event, I am intrigued. I want to yes. know what's going on. Yes. Um, And what I was passionate about at that time was helping women create amazing experiences at a certain price point. Like, you know, it's it's what I consider to be noteworthy. It's like you can still do some of the the really fine details. You can still make it really cute and really posh and not spend a lot of money. And and what a lot what, what happens a lot of times is we go to these bigger events, like let's say the Create and Cultivate type events, some of the big conferences and things, and we get discouraged because we're like, oh, well, if I can't do it on this scale, that means I can't do something for my brand, but that's not true, you know? And so with, with Jane Ella Productions, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help women create amazing experiences specifically for their brands. Um, and Stacey Ike was the... F- first in la that i actually helped with her brunch and we were resourceful we literally oh, was calling on people partnering getting sponsorships and we made it happen
0: sure did and i mean and the most amazing experience and you would not know that that had been, i remember sitting down having a conversation you was like girl they we didn't have no budget
1: We didn't have those. No, and I hope she she doesn't mad me saying that, but (laughs) it's true. She was literally just like, I have this vision Mm -hmm. and I want to make this happen because people need to hear this. She had all the right part, you know, all the right people who are willing to come through and speak. Yeah, Um, Yeah. And then we just partner with other women of color owned businesses in order to get, um, you know, decor and to get sponsorships for gift bags, and it just worked out great. So, when you have something that you're building and that you're bringing to the table, and people see and feel your heart,
0: yeah. they're
1: m- so likely to help you and want to help to contribute to get you to that next level, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, it was great. Was-
0: I think that set the tone. People were super excited for Mm -hmm. anything next that Stacey did and again remember not even knowing anything about you I was just like whoever this is she got it she oh you are are so sweet I mean it was amazing so amazing so Thank that you. brings me to a, a very big question and thank you so much. I had sent some questions over to Alice before and in true Gemini fashion, she answered them in advance. <laughs> like, honey, I'm going to be prepared. Okay. I like to be prepared. Okay. <laughs> be prepared. But um, <laughs> that brings me to the question about why rebranding is super important for you and, or just in general. And mm-hmm. um, before we talk about that though, I want to talk about, how you have pivoted because I don't think that you give yourself enough credit. <laughs> I mean, I follow every every social media that you own. And I'm like, she does not pat herself on the back enough for the way she's successfully transitioned out of even production into Digital Jane. And we're gonna I'm gonna give yourself an opportunity to kind of highlight all of those, but focusing on 2020 being what it was. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you took the biggest blow. Um, I remember you traveling for a huge, huge opportunity, talking about it, not really confirming, but I'm just like something big is about to happen for us. I know yeah. it is. I just can't <laughs> and I'm crying. <laughs> yes. And um, then you were like, "Damn, <laughs> like mm-hmm. not gonna happen. What am I gonna do?" But you did it in such a significant way that has made other people understand, like, it's possible, right? Pivoting in this day and age is possible and important. So let's talk about pivoting and let's talk about why rebranding during your pivot or just in general is important.
1: (laughs) Yes. Thank you for making me cry. First of all, Brittany, (laughs) I can come here for this. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, yes, 2020. And since you're in hospitality, I know, you know, as well, it was a hard and heavy year. It was one of those things where I finished two really big events at the end of 2019. um, And I said, you know what, I'm going to take some some time off. I'm literally going to take a month off. I had overexerted myself. I was tired. I'm like, I'm gonna take a month off. And at this time, I was tapped for to bid on a huge activation in New York. Now, this event is Curl Fest. I can say it now since it's not happening. Curl Fest is a natural hair care event that happens every year in Brooklyn, and they Thank have you. grown to thirty-six thousand attendees. BT sponsors, uh, Target sponsored, like they literally have all the right partnerships, and they do all the right things. One of the things that happened was. I was working on this proposal. I had took a month off, which was fine. It was the first time in my career I was able to take time off. You know what I mean? Because we're always going after that next bag and trying to get to the next thing. But for the first time, I was good. I had money. I was like, I'm going to take this month off and I'm going (laughs) to go after something I really want. You know, not out of desperation, but literally out of I'm going to pick something and that's what I'm going to do. So anyway, working on the bid, I go to New York for the first time in my life. I said that I was only going to go to New York if I was there for an opportunity. I wanted to be there for a meeting. I wanted to. So when people were going to do touristy stuff, I was like, I don't want to do that. Like mm-hmm. when I go to New York, it's going to be someone's going to ask me to come out. I'm going to get flued out. Okay. Right. You bag, <laughs> and okay. Then, yes. And so <laughs> that is what I had in mind. And that's exactly what happened. So I went to New York. I had the meeting for CurlFest almost as soon as I got back home. That's when shutdown happened. And when I say it was the biggest pain that I've ever felt, because I feel like, and even now today, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to the level in events and in, in production that I thought I would. And I know our industry as a whole, hospitality, events, the people who do sound and lighting and staging Everyone was out of work, major festivals, um, you know, South by Southwest, Coachella, all the things that fed people, Essence Festival, gone. And so the mental blow was so hard and I was crying every day, but I was at the same time trying to learn how to do virtual events because now i'm stepping into this new realm i'm like okay so let's train on all these virtual event platforms let's get the certifications the certificate whatever and then it finally hit me it was like alice you have the digital jane because <laughs> the digital jane was still up and running this was already in place right just sitting waiting <laughs> just waiting for me to like hello right. we are here i already had two team members but for some reason I was so stuck and laser focused on trying to make events work. And then once I finally surrendered to God and to what he had already put in place for me, I didn't even realize that that's what had happened. But it was already there for me. And all I had to do was dedicate that same you know, time, energy, tenacity, and will into building it out to be what I know, what, what I knew that it could be. Right. So what you see now is we've made a big pivot, you know what I mean? From just doing virtual assistants to now offering management levels. So we, we do operations management, we do uh, brand management, we do launch management, and that essentially created a job for me, Um, because there was no way that I can necessarily be someone's VA. I I probably wouldn't even be a good VA, but I'm a great manager. I I like to, to work independently. I like to, to do strategy and all of that great stuff. So that is what you see in real time. And it has been, um, a blessing to see how it's grown and, you know, every day I give life into it and it gives me back. It gives back to me.
0: Yes, it does. I think it's just so fascinating to see how, Hard you worked and didn't even understand what was going coming into fruition because no. everything is popping. You hear me? Thank you. <laughs> and I cannot wait until I can get these coins to be able to just. And again, like I told you, we were having a sidebar conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even that type of person that's going to disrespect any brand or any person in general without saying this is what you owe. We no discounting, mm-hmm. no nothing. In fact, even for this, I'm like what is your cost you know like girl if you don't don't just book this (laughs) (laughs) literally because I think it's so important especially as a black woman like Mm -hmm. we have to start the price is the price you know and I watch your trajectory and see like this isn't no I'm just sitting up no hobbyist type thing this is your livelihood I, I really appreciate your perspective on that and I know like When people think of rebranding, they think I've done something wrong. It's not working. I have to go back. So talk Mm -hmm. about how that narrative needs to change about rebranding.
1: Yes. And that is a great question because I feel like a lot of people feel like rebranding is only the logo, the color palette, the website, all of that stuff. In my rebrand, the whole nucleus of it, in the center of everything was strategy. It was really understanding more about who we're trying to serve, what they actually need, the problems that they have and what they are like and what they're attracted to. And so a lot of times, I think we approach rebranding only from a visual aspect and not enough about the actual people, not from us. So my favorite color is pink and I want to put pink on everything. And then the the the, the, the developer was like, the strategist also, she was like, you need green like let, let's do these other colors and I was like I don't like green she's like it's not for you okay mm-hmm. so that's no number one sometimes it's not just about what you like you are positioning something to serve an audience so we have to get out of that like that is it's unless it's a personal brand then yes of course make it more fitting but if you're building out a company a lot of times the way that things need to be worded the way that it needs to look it's not revolving around your personal preference you have to sign off on it you have to be okay with it but that's not where it starts and where it ends yeah. Um, and then Another thing I feel like people have to take time to understand what your audience want, not what you want to tell them, not what you want them to know about you, but actually learning the problems that they have or what they like, you know. Um, and sometimes that's just doing case studies. It's learning more about. Who, who they are, maybe where, where they shop, what their habits are, you know, all of those things because it really helps you to create, you know, content and things. Um, and so this is all new for me because everything that I had done prior to the Digital Jane was... DIY yeah. you know so Jane Ellen Company's website I did Jane Ellen Productions website I did alicefoy.com is me I did all of those so when it was time for someone else to take over in order for us to really get to that next level I had to hire someone um it was hard yeah, it was I'm a hard transition really quick because as mm-hmm. Gemini, <laughs> we mm-hmm.
0: are one woman shows yes I can do it and will continue to do it on my own so that is great to hear coming from you because you're right. It ex- it excelled so mm-hmm. much.
1: Not yes. that
0: you did before, but when you st- obey obeyed God and said, Let me get help. You know what I'm saying? Like yes.
1: this is bigger than me.
0: It's bigger. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's important. People need to know that, especially mm-hmm. with landing, because you you will be territorial and will hold yes. on so much and think this is all for me. But like you said. It's not mm-hmm. always for you. You want a collective. You want
1: to collective. yes. So I love that. that awesome. It's amazing when you start to, to listen to people and see other people's vision for your vision, if that makes sense. Like yeah. the way that, that it was pulled together and put in, in packaged for me, I was like, wow, this is what she created off of me telling her the things that I wanted it to look and feel like. so you have to also understand that your vision creates room and spaces for other people to do their thing right so and and I think we don't even understand the magnitude of how connected we are in that way like I have to do this so that the person who wrote all the copy on the website could do could use her gift And that the person who took the pictures could use her gift and the person who did the flowers and the person who did like you are connected to so many people who have um, who, you know, just think of it as people adding to little deposits into what what God is giving you. And I think that's that's a great way to look at it.
0: Yes, that's awesome. Not just
1: you. It can't just be. awesome.
0: So let's talk about digital systems and modern day businesses and yes. lucrative. My damn. <laughs> <laughs> so has that always been in the forefront for you or is that more recently something that you said, well, obviously, I mean, it must've been because digital Jane was, it was, I remember seeing it get developed and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, she's on to something. She's yes. on to something. Well, Talk to me about systems and processes for modern day businesses.
1: Yeah. So no. So what people and, and what I'm trying to show people now is that at the core of event production, at the core of what I did, I wasn't playing with like the the flowers and the centerpieces. I was doing logistics. I was planning conferences. I was doing programming. I was doing staging and talent and like all of those kind of things. So at the core of that is project management. It is finding solutions. It's a lot of like admin and dot creating and things like that. So I basically used the 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 skills that I already had and was like I'm actually kind of naturally good at this, you know, just in the way that I was running the the you know, the back end of projects and stuff and people and I had someone who hired me for a contract say Alice you need to teach people project management like you need to do this and I was like I don't have time for that and I didn't have any interest in it but I saw a need for the digital Jane in the audience for virtual support to exist in a way that wasn't generic or capped at a certain capacity level but like really upgrading what we know about virtual assistance into being more business support so that you know that it is temporary support that you need in order to Uh, meet you where you are, wherever you are in business. So anyway, what I love about systems and processes is that you can literally find a solution for anything that you're dealing with on the day-to-day. So what I always suggest for entrepreneurs is think of the apps and the tools and the programs that you use as your workspace, So when you sign on in the morning, the first thing that you may want to open up is like a project management system or wherever you keep all of your notes or to-do lists, then you'll open up your email. Then if you're scheduling content, you'll probably open up later or planally. Mm-hmm. Um, You know what I mean? Like these are all of the things that support your, your day-to-day work. And part of what we do is help women to find those solutions. Yeah. So we don't all have time to download the free trial, poke around, figure out if it works, upload the information. So what I have loved is being able to listen to what businesses are going through and then helping them to create those workflows and um, implement systems that will support the work that they're doing. Cause that is really what's keeping a lot of us from really showing up and really being able to serve at our fullest capacity.
0: I'm going to be very transparent here. So as a one woman show, I used to think, Oh, I can wake up, you know, promote all day, go to my full nine to five, engage girl bye
1: (laughs) Bye. (laughs)
0: absolutely (laughs) not I mean I and I'm suffering because Mm -hmm. no one knows you know and it's like I remember you had posted something a while ago where it's like it alluded to the fact like you got to get in front of people but Mm -hmm. you can't do that all by yourself you Mm -hmm. can't promote yourself write the book do this run the you can't do all that by yourself. You need a team. And yes. recently, um, I saw last night you had posted the, your commentary about what happened with Lovey in her book release. Oh, and yeah.
1: Don't get me started, Brittany. <laughs> do not get me started because the audacity.
0: Listen, you hear me? <sighs> audacity to be like, mm. what? You have a team? And you like, have a team? Don't you, <laughs> you She's a so, best author. <laughs> I, right. I think it's beautiful that but ahead of your time, and another way that we're connected, which people don't know, but um you work with my cousin in a a, a pri- I forgot the name of it is something. Prison. Revolve
1: Impact. Revolve
0: Impact, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have something else. What's another title they use? Something. About- Presence.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. We
0: had plenty of conversations, and same thing where it was just like, she's a beast. She's a beast, and she does <laughs> the people, and um. You organize teams very, very well, having staff and taking that on. But yeah, I mean, even that conversation about the whole Lovey thing, if you guys don't know, Lovey just released a book and she posted mm-hmm. some commentary from um, someone wanting an interview and her saying, okay, great, I'll set you up with my people. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has, you know, a, a list of teams that are going to, you know, help her schedule, help her do the, and the lady was offended. Mm-hmm. With- offended that she had a team and you recently have embarked on having staff and making mm-hmm. well no I think you've always had staff but
1: I have always but had. this is the first time that it's like and and I, I say this all the time I've always had someone helping me in a, in a support capacity right. even when I didn't have no money even when I was paying somebody $75 to come and just help me at an event right Even when I didn't have any money to pay someone at an event and I would be like, girl, but we is a photographer gonna be there, you can get some cute pictures, you can (laughs) eat, you know, you can network, you know. I've always had someone helping me when my chips were completely down and when they're up. Um, and I think everyone thinks that We were taught that having housekeeping, having uh, support, having all these things were like luxury. And if you did it, you were kind of foo-foo. But that's not what it is. We deserve ease. We deserve to be able to outsource when we need to outsource to make it easier for us.
0: And I like the concept that you just gave about it's helping someone else's gift.
1: Yes.
0: You're paying into someone else's ability to be able to fully operate in their passion as well yes. that is helping another woman just anything mm-hmm. when and we don't second guess it when we're thinking about going to get our nails done or we're mm-hmm. thinking about those small things these are not non-negotiable so we're going to get yeah. done. Gonna come our own we tend to forget how important it is to have those systems. So in the virtual space, how do you think that that is, especially now with the pandemic going on, how Mm -hmm. do you think that having a company like the Digital Jane is going to transcend and how many people are going to um, adhere to this, adapt Mm -hmm. it, um, make it into something that is a new normal? Because to be honest, prior to the, I hadn't heard of anything like it. You know, really, I, and and maybe it's just because I wasn't into all that, but I'm like this <laughs> is a big deal to especially to me because you think of like virtual assistants and stuff like that, but this is truly hands on. I mean, you guys will dissect a company, mm-hmm. right? Bare bones it and say this is what you need, and we're gonna build it up. Or we're we'll gonna
1: build hey, it. Yep.
0: You got a project? This is what we're gonna do. Let mm-hmm. roll it out, and that person can sit back. And do what needs to be done for mm-hmm. their brand without having to worry about all that stuff so yes. how do you think this is, this is going to continue to grow and sustain in the in the pandemic and just in general period
1: I honestly feel like we are just the one of the first to do it in this way of what's to come like I feel like people and I'm a, and I'm going to be honest I wasn't raised and I'm not one of those people that think someone's always copying me or, uh, jealous of me or, you know, I'm not into all that. But what I do know is that we get a lot of consistent views and messages and repeated web- website visits and people trying to figure out what this is and how to make something like it. You know, um, I love that, the timing of it is perfect because I feel like well, this is just the beginning of a new of a new way that we're going to work. I, it's going to be so hard to get people back into physical offices, right. um, and we don't even know when it's going to be hundred percent safe for people to all the way go back in. You know, people are rolling in small teams and rotating days and doing all that. You know, now, but going back is going to be difficult. So I think the virtual space, Space, it's only going to continue to grow, um, and I'm happy that we're building our our, our name, our presence, um, and being able to help women because as everyone's shifting business models. A lot of people are now needing more support because mm-hmm. their business is growing or they're, they're in demand more so than before, you know, or they've been able to invest in, in their business more than ever before. So they're starting to see the, the results of that. So um, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be at the table and just in, in position because um, it does get scary out here in these virtual streets. And one of the things that was important for me was having a team that was down to earth that we internally have good synergy with that are professional women with different types of backgrounds who are passionate about serving our black women. Like literally all of our clients are black women. And I, you know, I used to be kind of shy about Saying that, but no, it was a conscious decision to have an all black women team owned by a black woman serving other black women who often don't get the opportunity to build teams in the way, in, in this way, you know. Um, and so I am proud of it where it is now and where it's going. And I hope that more people, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need us to be the only ones out there. I want more people to come out and build teams that are doing things similar because we also have um, a program called the digital connect so that if we, we're not a fit for you, we have a a database of people that we can refer you to that are also black women.
0: That is awesome. it's That's enough
1: money out here for all of us.
0: Hello. Everybody can eat. Oh.
1: Everybody can get a little coin.
0: Right. <laughs> One of the things that you had mentioned in your answer is that you don't need a bunch of tools to get things done. And Mm-mm. I think what I want you to kind of shine some light on is people get scared when they think of processes and systems. They mm-hmm. think there's so much work that needs to be done with it. How mm-hmm. simplistic is setting up a system it's I mean obviously you guys are the ones behind it but like you said like the task management and just overall project management like how easy is that for it to be obtained through you all
1: um through through us or someone wants to do it themselves no
0: just through you guys like knowing that you can go in there and and you know pay for a service but
1: yeah it is People
0: get so overwhelmed with thinking about implementing systems
1: Yes. Well, I first always say that working with us is a collaboration. It's never going to be a complete handoff where you can be like, oh, the digital Jane got it. We're going to need you to send us stuff. We're going to need you to give us feedback. We're going to need you to review stuff to make sure that you understand what you're left with. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, once the time with us is, is over, we worked with you for, for three months, we got all this stuff together. Then we leave and you don't know how to use it. That's not going to solve any any of your problems now you just have a bunch of stuff that you don't know what to do with um so say and and ask our clients is do you have time to collaborate that's literally in our client application yes or no if they they do we can be a fit um but we always start in four in four phases so no matter what it is if you came to me and you're like i'm hiring a team soon and i just want to create a standard operating process so that when they come in they know exactly what they need to do I would start by, you know, reviewing everything that you have in place, um, understanding what you, your goals are, like what what you foresee your team members doing, what their functions are, what systems you need to use and you know, implementing or setting those up in order to support their day-to-day function, mm-hmm. um, doing all of the, the testing, automation setup, all of that great stuff, and then spelling it out in and, and SOP. Now, if you are doing an doing it yourself. And I don't want to go too far off, but don't be overwhelmed thinking that you have to do these elaborate standard operating processes. Ours are long and they're really detailed because we we do it as if this person has never seen this thing before, right? Because it needs to be detailed. But for you to get started, download Loom, go to loom.com, screen record you going through the process of doing something, a common task, save those in a Google Drive, that's the first step of having records that your team member can follow. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it, it can be as simple mm-hmm. or as detailed as you want. But what's most important is that when you hire someone, when you have a new hire, that you have something in, in place that they can follow. Because what a lot of people do, they hire and they just like, I got an assistant, but I can't send, I, I, I they don't know how to do this. I don't have time to show them, create yeah, the process. Create the process. I love it. Mm-hmm. I
0: love it. That's super important. Um, when it comes to what services you all offer, I want your plug right now. Okay. As a Mm -hmm. full service operating company, what would you like everyone to understand that you guys are more than or exact? Because I know I've seen a lot of commentary where it's like, oh, they're just virtual. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, we're not Mm -hmm. virtual. No,
1: (laughs) I always say we offer virtual assistance but we're not virtual assistants mm-hmm. meaning we're not just standard VAs that are just managing calendars and 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 you know that's all we're really capable of our clients come to us with different levels with at different levels in business and we basically customize a plan fully specific to what they need. So we um, offer support on two different levels. Admin being the first level, management being the second. And then once you you let us know like, oh, I already have XYZ in place. I just need an admin to help execute. Okay. If you're like, Alice, I'm launching this course and I need someone to help me with a strategy, to help me with the setup, to help me with the implement all of the tools, all of the then that's management, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's understanding our, our two service levels. Once we get into that, then we have you identify a focus. So focuses are business-related tasks. So that's normally the back end of your business, day-to-day business support stuff. Brand is your social media management. That's email marketing. That's your the stuff that's forward-facing that your audience is able to see. Right. And then launch is like, I'm launching this course or I'm launching this program and I just need help short-term getting it, it all out, which is what... You, you guys may have seen what that we did with um, Emma Rose's agency. Mm-hmm. We helped her completely roll out a new service in seven days. It was mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> um, but that is how we work with our clients, and, and it gives us opportunity to really niche down and focus on what they need from us specifically without us mm-hmm. being all over the map and really being able to hone in on what the goals are and roadmap how we're going to make it happen. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. And then Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> so those are our weekly support um, packages. And then once you get into our like aloe card packages, we do have TDJ on demand, which is uh, a flat rate a month and it allows you to bank. 10 hours a month that you can just use for short-term small projects. That's not weekly support where you're going to have a whole assistant. Mm -hmm. It's just when you have smaller things that you need to get done. Um, And then we also do dubs auto setup. So if you are looking to get your client management process game together, call me because that's my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So what is a rebranding fail? and how can you avoid a rebranding fail um and how important i'm sorry i know this is a triple loaded question and how important is it when when seeking a company to assist with rebranding mm-hmm. how important is it to truly understand if you need one yes or if you're just saying everybody doing it i might as well rebrand because that happens so yeah what is a rebranding fail How do you avoid a rebranding fail? And how do you know that you need a rebrand?
1: I'm not a specialist in rebranding, but what I do know um, is it only fails when you don't put the work in behind it, right? So say if you are so concerned about the colors and your pictures and what the website's gonna look like and not the strategy behind it, then it's it's, it's just going to launch and it's going to fall. You know, right. um, it's taking time to make sure that the messaging is 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 intact and is on point. Because what people are looking at is not just how beautifully it's packaged; it's what does it actually say. When clients are ready to work with you, they're reading. Right. Okay, they're trying to figure out if they they can see themselves and in, in the copy and if they see a solution in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a rebrand fail to me is failing to focus on the strategy part of it um and also launching and not having a launch plan mm. so you can put up a beautiful website but if you haven't identified things that you're going to do on social media to promote how you're going to make you know certain announcements what your email marketing game is going to look like how you're going to generate leads you can launch something beautiful and then it just be launched beautiful and sitting Unengaged, so it's and important to all like <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> <come on. laughs> um, and then I think, in terms of choosing a partner, like making sure that when you're ready to rebrand, understanding it is tedious. I think I, even as a project management person, underestimated the work that had to go into making decisions, to scheduling photo shoots, to reviewing copy to a uh, writing copy to, you know, final edits. It was a lot of work. And so make sure that in in addition to your current workload, that you have time to spend on those things to make sure that your project is moving at a good pace. Um, and make sure that you work with the right partner, someone who understands your your vision is alignment with your core goals and that their workload is going to Allow you to get what you need out of the service, and you're not just on the back burner. I think that's also important. Right.
0: And what was the third question? Um, how do you know when you're ready for a rebrand?
1: Oh, yeah you, you you know you you'll know when you're ready because you'll see that you you're grown out of one phase and you're ready to go into that next part. And I think for us, it was like, I felt like, oh, my God, I have all this amazing content and I'm doing all these things. And a client who go to our website and they give us a chance, they love us, they rave about us. But the people who go in there like this looks a little sketchy, Mm -hmm. you know, this ain't really all the way thought out. I just felt like I wasn't showing up in my fullest capacity. So that you'll feel the pulls of being like, This could be better mm-hmm. and it's time and I'm ready to make the investment and I have time to invest in it and I have a vision and I thought it out. And you know, not just for the, the look of it, but for the positioning, for positioning yourself in the marketplace in the right way. I think it's it's like you'll know it's a feeling you don't
0: know. <laughs> so tell us, what is the future right now for Alice and the Digital Jane? What you, mm-hmm. I know you're working on some new things um, and recently started doing the whole project management thing in, in mm-hmm. full, right? In right. Foolsland. So what yeah. do you think that future is going to look like? Is that going to change the way the Digital Jane is going Or mm-hmm. or what are your views on that?
1: Yeah, I think I th- I have no idea. You know, I think I'm taking it day by day and kind of quarter by quarter, season by season, because what, what I do is I allow I don't get locked in and, and so stuck on a thing that I'm like, I have to do this. And even if it's not working, I'm just gonna stick it out. No, if it's not working, it doesn't have to change. But you do have to tweak, you have to pivot, you have to alter things as you go. And so Um, Right now, we are focusing on our on offering services in these two levels. Um, And then eventually, you know, as the team grows, I would love to have someone who's like a system specialist Mm -hmm. and someone who is like, you know, just really niching down on what we're doing so that it can lighten the load of everyone else. So we can just really operate in our zones of genius. Um, And then also, I think um, we have to hire a lot. I am in this place now where we're only taking workload that we can actually manage. We're not just trying to stack up a bunch of clients just to do it. We are being strategic about that. But what I do know is after this year, we'll be in a place where we can um, we're a well-oiled machine and it'll be time to roll in some some more people. So I'm ready to provide some more opportunity. And then I hope events come back around for me. I hope that, you know, um, the digital jam will be running and doing its thing and someone can replace me and then I can go back and do some some production um I would love that Where your
0: heart is that's where
1: my first love and my heart is and and it's a very unsettled feeling to not get to where you thought you well where you know that you could be if you had have had the opportunity you know but I'm all about earning your stripes going through we ain't skipping no steps we gonna earn it the old the old-fashioned way you know um, and I'm still pretty like maybe seven years in, in production. So I need to get in my, my time, you
0: right. know, <laughs> right. that's all. well, I'm just so just super proud of you and super proud yeah. of all that you're doing. I am watching very strategically. And like I said, I'm, I'm almost there, almost there, almost ready because you, I know you, you guys will definitely be, um, an enhancement to me. So I'm super excited about that. I'm um so the way that we end this is a a love letter. I call them the B love letters. And is there anyone, anything in particular that you want to give flowers to? And just um, like a small letter of gratitude, love uh, to someone.
1: Hmm. <laughs> um, I would like to give a love letter to Takira on my team. Um, just because she has been with the the digital Jane through all of the, and, and Tiffany is amazing as well. So I'm not taking away from, from anyone else, but from the beginning to now, so many changes have happened and she has always been down. She has always been ready to help showing up at her fullest, you know, just ready to, to serve. And the partnership that we have in, in our work and stuff, it's just only I no I couldn't have imagined it literally. Mm-hmm. And as a founder, and everyone who's ever started this knows this. Once you find that one person who gets it, and who you know is down, it's the most rewarding feeling in the world because you start feeling like no one's ever going to get this, no one's ever going to love it as much as me, you know. And so I would love to give her her flowers because she's an amazing mom, an amazing writer. Um, an amazing teammate and i just appreciate her so much for staying around through the the digital chain and serving our clients well i never have to worry about anything that (laughs) she does or touches i appreciate her a lot
0: that's so awesome true true boss in the making absolutely and rightfully so because she has you as a leader and that is absolutely amazing so Um, thank
1: you so much for your, thank you. you. And thank you for your, your gift and just being willing to create a platform for us to be able to share, you know, sometimes when you don't have a huge following and you're not an, an influencer, you don't get to tell your story as much, you know, we're always trying to create ways for us to do it. You know, on on our own, but I really appreciate you thinking of me and supporting us. Sliding in in the DMs, like Alice, don't you let them do that to, to you, okay? <laughs> um, because I I literally said I was like I felt like I told my big cousins that somebody tried to fight me at the park, okay? Because y'all pulled up and was like, nope, you ain't doing it, don't and you not worth more than that exactly. And so I just appreciate the the, the energy, and it's rare in these virtual spaces that you have people that you know that genuinely rock with you. So I'm proud of you. I appreciate you for creating this space and let us know if you ever need anything.
0: Thank you. Okay. Tell everybody where they can find you and all things digital Jane.
1: (laughs) Yes. You can find the digital Jane on Instagram at the digital Jane. Our website is also the digital chain. Actually we're on all platforms at the digital Jane. (laughs) Um, And then me personally, my, um, my page is the Alice Foy, and that's it.
0: Yay! Well, thank you. That was another episode of January Gifted. We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Bye. Am I worthy of this gift? Am I worthy of this gift? Am I strong enough to live?
0: Am I strong enough to live? To a place that I can see? To a place that
1: I can
0: see? Someone more important than me. Someone more important than me.